You're listening to the Q's Podcast, episode 52. Welcome to episode 52 of the Q's Podcast. This is the show where we'll talk to credit union industry leaders and cross-industry experts for a wide range of perspectives on trends and topics relevant to you. My name is James Lenz, Q's Professional Development Manager. Don't forget, you can reach out to us about the podcast at podcast at cues.org. Thank you for continuing to support the show. Our podcast is continuing to grow and reach. We have listeners from 21 countries now. Before we have a chat with James Robert Lay, who is an individual who is doing a number of different things related to digital growth and credit unions, I want to thank today's sponsor for the show, and that is Fiserv. Every day, millions of consumers, thousands of financial institutions, and hundreds of organizations manage their money, and they have a lot of options open to them. Rapid changes in member habits and expectations, as well as industry changes, require credit unions to continually evolve and enhance their relevance. Knowing more about your members and, more importantly, what they need is critical to this effort. With marketing performance solutions from Pfizer, credit union leaders can unlock deep, data-driven understanding of members to improve interactions with them, keep them engaged, and provide the right offers and opportunities to help members advance and achieve financial success. Equipped with that understanding, credit unions can provide timely offers, manage campaign efforts, understand and build member profitability, and expand member relationships. Credit Sense from Pfizer provides credit scores to members when they log into online or mobile banking. The solution expands their financial education and awareness while allowing delivery of attractive marketing offers from you, their trusted credit union. Next multi-channel marketing from Pfizer helps make every member interaction an opportunity to present thoughtful product offers and service messages, no matter how the members connect with your credit union. Visit Pfizer.com slash credit unions for more information about marketing performance solutions from Pfizer. All right. Thanks so much for your support, Pfizer. If your company is interested in sponsoring a future podcast, email podcast at cues.org. And now into the conversation. Our guest for today's show is James Robert Lay, CEO of Digital Growth Institute. He's on a mission to simplify digital marketing to help financial institutions grow from good to great. Of his many honors today, James Robert has been named one of financial brands' top global financial services influencers to follow, a CUNA credit union rock star, and a CU Times under 40 trailblazer. He often speaks at financial services events around the world and is quoted in leading publications such as the U.S. News and World Report, our own credit union management, among others. In addition, James Robert Lay will be serving as one of the instructors at the upcoming 2018Q School of Strategic Marketing 1 and 2. It is coming up this summer in Seattle during the week of July 16th. I'll provide you with a link to find out more about the Q School of Strategic Marketing and how to register near the end of the show. Now, some key things to listen for in my interview with James include how credit unions can best prepare for digital growth and the biggest opportunities for credit unions. Here's my conversation with James Robert Lay. On behalf of the entire Q's organization, James, we appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule today to share your thoughts and insights and perspectives with our Q's podcast listeners. Thanks for joining us. It's my pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. Now, like a lot of 
previous episodes. Our listeners know I, I like to start with a little bit of inspiration. James, do you have a favorite success quote or mantra that you live by professionally? Yeah, you know, success or what I actually like to refer to as growth, um, it's a byproduct, I think, of, of success. It's found through continuous learning uh, and reinvention of oneself. Now, sometimes, you know, this is going to involve failure. But at this point, growth is nothing more than a mindset because we're taught from an early stage that failure is bad. But failure, I look at as a, once again, a learning tool because I've never failed. I only win or I learn from that. And regardless, I think this thinking for me is, is guided in a founding principle that my high school basketball coach stilled and imparted on me, which is just simply do the right thing. Because today, I think more so than ever, that this idea of doing the right thing can really set us down a course or a path that is different from what the world wants us to do. We see a lot now, it's just uh, selfishness and narcissism, particularly amplified by social media, but do the right thing is rooted in just humanity, helping other people. That's beautiful. Thanks for sharing. It's about moving forward. Making mistakes is part of that process. If you're not moving forward, you aren't taking risks, right? So that's a big part of the, the equation there, isn't it? That's exactly right. And this idea of fear, failure, taking risk, it's almost the antithesis of what we see in the financial services, what we see in the credit union space, because just like we're in, as children, we're, we're taught that failure is bad in financial services and in credit unions, failure is frowned upon because we're, we, we want to limit risk, right? Absolutely. James, can you tell our listeners a little bit about your background? And then I have uh, all sorts of questions I want to ask you, including your state of digital growth report and uh, many other things. So, yeah, tell us a little bit about your background. Well, the the short of the long story is my last real job was uh, playing in a punk rock band uh, <laughs> back as a sophomore back as a sophomore in college. Um, I was waiting tables, going to school, playing in this punk rock band, thinking that I was going to go on tour and whatnot. Until this girl one day sat me down in the library. She said, "You know what?" You're not very good. And actually, you, you kind of suck. Why don't you do something with your life? Um, now, I, I like this girl. And so I took it to heart and uh, literally went down that almost that same day, sold my band equipment at the pawn shop. Oh my. Uh, I, got a, I got a DBA, started a web design firm that was February 11th. 2002. So now we're 16 years that time, four years after that, this girl and I, we got married. We have four kids today and uh, we're still, still in what the kind of the, the mission that we started, which is just to simplify digital marketing so that credit unions can continue to, to grow from good to great, to generate 10 times more leads than what they have in the past, all through the lens of digital. I like the, the start of that story there. Very interesting and, and good to have a nice happy ending there. Congratulations on uh, making the right decision there and listening to the young woman at the time now is your wife. <laughs> you recently published the latest State of Digital Growth report. What is the purpose of this report and what are you trying to accomplish? One of the things when we started this report, three, almost we're starting the fourth year study now, is we wanted to start to get a baseline, a measurement objectively of how financial institutions, credit unions are moving forward down their digital growth journey. Are they working down a path towards success, a path towards growth, or are they stuck and legacy mindset and legacy thinking and legacy systems. And uh, we've identified kind of these nine different areas of focus or perspectives, lenses, if you will, that we really go deep into to, to determining insights around them. It is a great report. 
Uh, we won't be able to share everything in the report here in the show, but at the end of the show, perhaps you'll be able to inform listeners how they can get a copy? Sure. Yeah, we can do that at the end of the show. So let's start with the perspective of survey participants. Who did you survey? Could you please share you know, the list of occupations, range of asset size, range of geographic location? Yeah, I would say about 80% of the respondents were here from North America, primarily coming from the credit union or the community banking space, asset sizes ranging on average, I'd say the bulk of them from about uh, 150, 200 million, uh, all the way up to 5 billion. We also had some much larger institutions responding. But what I have found, particularly through our work, even just beyond data digital growth report, is regardless of if you're a large asset institution or a smaller asset institution, everyone is is struggling with the same challenges, but I don't like to look at it that way. Everyone has the same level of opportunity to go nowhere from where we're at today, but to go up. That's good to know. So there's definitely commonality there. Let's focus on some of the key takeaways. What's a high-level overview of the state of digital growth for financial institutions? Sure. So right now what we're seeing, and, and, and we've actually put together a scoring model or system to help objectively guide a credit union finance institution from where they're at today to help them see a bigger and future ahead of them. So what we're seeing right now is the average score based upon our model is 27% out of 100%. Now, it is becoming very clear that there is a distinction between the digital haves and the digital have-nots. And what I mean by that is I would say you're seeing this 80-20 rule kind of play out. 20%, 15 to 20% of financial institutions are starting to prepare or already actively moving down this digital growth journey in regards to increasing their clarity of what they need to do next, increasing their capability, increasing their confidence, where the other 80% are stuck. Uh, They're stuck in something that we call the circle of complexity. And so they've done a lot of activity. They've built their websites. They have launched digital marketing campaigns. They've sent some emails. They're dabbling with social media. They're doing all this activity, but they're confused. They're frustrated and they're overwhelmed because they're not seeing really any tangible success from all this activity. Interesting. Now, how can credit unions best prepare for digital growth? Credit unions can prepare best for digital growth by taking taking stock or taking a look at where they're at today. This begins with just an assessment of their situation. We're we're looking at when we've gained this awareness, what are the ways that we can escape this circle of complexity? And really the only way to break free from complexity is through simplicity. The very first step to escape complexity through simplicity is to gain clarity. And we'll just call that training. What are the What are the opportunities ahead for us, for our credit union? Because once we gain that clarity of the opportunities that exist from where we're at today to where we can go tomorrow, then we can begin to build courage and build commitment so that we can start to actually actively work towards that. And that courage and that commitment is found through planning. This is exactly what we need to do over the next 90, 100, 365 days uh, and, and, and working towards that, not getting distracted by shiny objects, if you will. So the last step of this journey is transformation or or implementation. And that's where a credit union builds their confidence as they begin to implement this plan. And every step of this journey from start to continuous optimization is 
rooted in gaining capability. And I think there's some challenges, though, however, that prevent a credit union from making forward progress. And that's lack of buy-in, lack of capability. And, and a lot of times we're seeing is just lack of capacity. Now, what do you see then as the biggest opportunity for credit unions when it comes to digital growth? The biggest opportunity at this point is to transform the way they look at marketing, to transform the way they look at sales and use digital as an acquisition channel to generate new leads for loans, for accounts, to nurture those leads, to guide those leads and ultimately convert those leads, whether they come in through the branch, whether they come in through the call center or whether they apply online. It all comes down to lead generation and acquisition and growth. So how do you do that then? The best approach on, on how to accomplish this comes from building what we call a digital growth engine. And the central focus, the central piece of this digital growth engine is a website that sells. Right now, today, currently, through our assessment, through our state of digital growth, through working with financial institutions, we see that the traditional credit union website is nothing more than a glorified online brochure. And this requires a shift in thinking, a shift in mindset on how we're getting the resources to even build a website that sells. But the website that sells works in conjunction with a marketing automation system or platform because the goal of the website that sells is lead generation. So as the website begins to generate these leads, we need a system or a platform to nurture those leads through the buying journey. Once we have that systems and processes in place, the next step that we can take is to start to drive traffic into this website that sells through things like email marketing and digital advertising. And then as those leads get nurtured all the way through, we can bring sales back into the picture and empower our sales teams to convert these leads for loans and deposits. But just like any engine, we need fuel to, to power this engine. And the fuel, regardless of if we're talking about the website, marketing automation, digital ads, or sales enablement, the fuel of this engine is content. What if someone is asking, I mean, what types of content are you speaking of? What, what do you suggest as a response to that? When we look at content, we're looking at content that helps first and sells second. I think a lot of times when we assess a credit union's website, their email marketing, their digital ads, all of that content is kind of coming to the beginning of our conversation. All that content is narcissistic. It's all about the credit union, their great rates, their amazing service, their, for lack of a better word, commoditized product features. But really what consumers are looking for is help and guidance because money is stressful. The stress is taking a toll on their health, on their relationships. They're looking for someone that they can trust to guide them to a better future. And the only way that we can build trust in a digital environment is through content. If I have to paraphrase what you're saying, then selling obviously is important, but the first priority is be a solution provider, solve someone's problem. Think of marketing first that way and then uh, as a hook and and then provide opportunity for, for sales from that. Exactly. Sales is the, the bottom line. Sales is the end piece, but no one wants to be sold to. Everyone wants to be helped. And if we can go beyond thinking of our credit unions as just a financial institution 
but a organization that is built on a purpose of guiding people beyond their questions and their concerns towards a better future where they aren't worried and stressed about money, they will ultimately be able to live healthier and happier lives. Very nice. Well said. Now, before we conclude, what's your best advice as credit unions prepare for 2018 and into 2019? I, the, the thing that I'm seeing a lot right now is there's all of this talk about marketing technology, AI, bots, etc. I was just doing a general session last week, and this was the, the thesis of my conversation with the, the audience of, of marketers. And we cannot worry about the technology and get so lost in, in, in this future thinking space because we're missing the opportunities for the here and now to help people. So we still must put people at the core of everything that we do. Technology is just the medium or the means in which we're helping people today. Whereas in the past, it was the branch where we were helping people. Now it's technology, digital, et cetera. So we still have to put people over technology in that conversation. I think it's also important to have a what I call a marathon mentality. I think you know the most important thing to keep in mind is as a credit union goes down this journey towards digital growth, is this is a marathon and it requires a marathon mentality to help us break away from legacy thinking, legacy systems that are limiting the growth potential for credit unions today. Just like running a marathon, you know, it requires training, it requires a plan. But ultimately, on the day of that marathon, when we start running, we have to be willing to adapt and change our strategy along the way because there are variables that come up that we're just not familiar with. And so when we start this marathon, when we start running, it is really for the long haul. It's not a sprint. And so we must pace ourselves individually as well as our our credit union accordingly. Now, this all sounds like strategic planning. And just along with that, I should mention to listeners here, James, you, along with Taylor Wells, will be leading our 2018 Q School of Strategic Marketing 1 and 2. The Q School of Strategic Marketing 1 takes place July 16th to the 18th, and the Q School of Strategic Marketing 2 will take place immediately after on July 19th to the 20th. This year in 2018, our strategic marketing schools will take place in Seattle at the Crown Plaza Hotel, just a short distance from Pike Street and Puget Sound. It's a beautiful city at a beautiful time of the year. James, can you share a little bit about what interested parties can expect with the Q School of Strategic Marketing 1 and the Q School of Strategic Marketing 2? Yeah, definitely. The thing that I'm most excited about is to, to help provide clarity provide insight into what the digital growth opportunities are for their credit unions, but then also to impart and and let them take away practical how-to knowledge that they can apply, you know, hopefully almost immediately to begin to realize some of the benefits, some of the potential to generate more leads for loans and new accounts deposits. James, thank you for sharing this information. In the outro, we will share the link so listeners can find out more about the Q School Strategic Marketing 1 and 2 and register. It has been a pleasure, James. Before we go, now is a good time to share the information about how listeners can get their own copy of the State of Digital Growth Report. James, tell our listeners how they can receive that. 
The easiest way for them to get a copy of that report is to simply go to digitalgrowth.com forward slash cues, and they can download a copy there and also take part in our in our current state of digital growth report that we're prepping for 2018. Yes, listeners, you definitely want to get your hands on that, so uh, make sure you head that way. Uh, that is fantastic. So thanks for sharing this great resource with Q's podcast listeners. I've read the report, and it should be a valuable tool for them. All right, I look forward to seeing you in Seattle this July at the Q School of Strategic Marketing 1 and 2. Thank you so much, James. We appreciate your time. Thanks for having me on, James. I look forward to seeing you in July. Thank you for listening to this podcast from Q's. I also want to thank again our sponsor for today's episode, Pfizer. And before we conclude the show, I want to be sure you are able to find out more information about the Q School of Strategic Marketing and how to register. The Q School of Strategic Marketing 1 takes place July 16th to the 18th. For more information, visit qs.org slash ssm1, as in the number one. And the Q School of Strategic Marketing 2 will take place immediately after on July 19th to the 20th. For more information, you can visit cues.org slash SSM2. So check it out. For more talent development content from Cues, visit cues.org. That is C-U-E-S dot O-R-G. If you're a Cues member, you have access to invaluable membership benefits to further enhance your development. Visit cues.org slash membership to learn more. Cues is an international credit union association our mission is to educate and develop credit union CEOs, directors, and future leaders. To learn how Qs can help you realize your potential, visit Qs.org today.